The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we want to welcome you to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, metabolic syndrome and prediabetes. But first... First, we're going to talk about in the news. In the news, right. Some interesting stuff always comes out in the news, and we try to you know keep you up with the uh, latest and greatest, yeah, the, if this, you will. This week, we actually had quite a bit of things that came out. Actually, there was some really interesting it stuff. It really was. Mm-hmm. So this week is a lot. Now, one of the ones that we saw that we thought was really interesting is actually a study that was on an amino acid that can improve your oral health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting because this particular amino acid, and they're talking about L-arginine. I mean, we've known for years it's a vasodilator. We have it in our product like amino flow and things like that for vasodilation and lowering blood pressure, et cetera. But now... Boy, the guys and girls up at the University of Michigan in Newcastle, uh, boy, they did some really interesting work with this stuff. Yeah, they actually found that it actually breaks down dental plaque. Really? And that's that amazing. Yeah, and they, they actually say that the plaque actually is like a biofilm. And yeah. bacteria collect on the biofilm, which is what causes you know cavities and what causes gum disease and what causes periodontal disease and all kind of things like that. And if you can break down the biofilm, you can actually keep down the rest of it. Right. And they found that L-arginine did that. Yeah, I, I thought that. And was they're even saying you know, that it needs more studies to see how it does it, well, but sure. they know that it does do it, and then they said it appears to change the way the bacteria sticks to it. Yeah, well, the bacteria tend to stick together, and they make this little biofilm. And as a matter of fact, biofilm's been involved in a lot of your you know infectious disease things. That's one of the problems that you know where bacteria get to be so problematic. <clears throat> they form this biofilm. And nothing can get to it, including antibiotics. Yeah. And, the, you know, even in this arginine, they said it's been used in dental products already for tooth sensitivity. And that's one of right. the things they started noticing using some of these products actually was also stopping the formation of plaque. And that's when they started doing more research on it. Mm-hmm. So it looks, you know, they didn't talk specifically in the article about it, but it, it sounds like they used it more topically on the teeth. So, you know, my thought is if you do do arginine, you might probably want to swish with it. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> obviously. I mean, that's what they're talking about, you know, is, is, is using it some sort of, a, um, if you will, a rinse or mouthwash right. or something like that. And we have many people already taking our amino flow yeah. that is for, it's for blood pressure, it's for heart disease, it's for ED, um, and also and it's in a powder form. So if you do do it, just start swishing with it. I was going to say swish and swallow. Swish and then swallow. Yeah. Why not? You know, you're already you're getting the benefits of the other anyway. Might as well get the oral health benefit at the same time. Yeah, I thought that was just a really interesting study. I mean, it. Uh, it it's really one that was. we haven't seen before. That Never, was truly new. A lot of things right. that we see in the news, we've known. It's just okay they confirmed it. 
you know, a lot of things, but that's one that we hadn't seen before. I don't think anybody had ever seen that Not one seen arginine Not or dental start, plaque. No, yeah. when you start talking about, and, and you know, and huge amounts of people have this stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, when you start, and it's also, they're talking about for periodontal disease. Yeah. Uh, gingivitis, things like that. Even dental caries or cavities. <clears throat> and it reduces that. And it showed that something like in the United States, 24% of the adults have untreated dental caries. 39% have moderate to severe periodontal uh, disease. And it rises to 64% after the age of 65. Yeah. So in other words, the more mature one gets. Right. So a, a big majority of the population. A big majority, really. Yeah. So that's something that's easy. And arginine's inexpensive. So, I mean, that's it actually is. an easy thing to do. Right. And like I say, just, you know, if you have a capsule, open it up. Open it up. Put add it water, to your mouthwash some and mm-hmm. use it that way. And you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Something else now. Now we've talked about this one a lot. Resveratrol, yeah. and we've talked about resveratrol. You know, a lot. Well, there's in, a lot of research on resveratrol. Oh, for years. I mean, there's. Yeah. I mean, every time you turn around, there's something new about it. Mm-hmm. And this one's a little bit different take on it as well. Yeah, it it was. Now this was put out in a journal called Obesity, and it's really sad that we have to have in a journal. That's called obesity. Well, yeah, but our show tonight is on metabolic syndrome, which actually leads I to obesity, understand. and that's what we're going to talk about. I understand. But on the resveratrol, mm-hmm. what they actually did was took little obese mice. Little fat guys. Yep. And they showed that it actually helped with the microvascular inflammation. You know, it, now, <clears throat> that's the significant part, was that it actually increases a, 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 a gene expression called SIRT1, S-I-R-T-1, and what that does is reduces, like you said, microvascular, meaning small vessel. The real small inflammation. vessels. Yeah. And they said it actually improved their survival when they did all kind of really nasty things to the poor little mice. Right. So that was really interesting study about uh, just something else on resveratrol. I mean, we've yeah, resveratrol, for, we've known it helps with, uh, I mean, it actually is known for anti-aging. It's good for heart disease. It's good for different types of cancers. It's good right. for, you know, and inflammation. It's been, I mean, I've had a lot of women that take it to grow their hair back as they get older because it helps the anti-aging. Anti-aging thing. So it does a lot of different things. And now they're showing the, we've known it's helped inflammation, but mm-hmm. they're specifically talking about microvascular inflammation, which is actually a good thing. I was going to say, anytime you can reduce vascular inflammation, that's a good thing. Right. Not just plain inflammation. No, I don't care who you are, where you are, what kind of health you got. If you can reduce vascular inflammation, because we've all got some, things are going on there. And if we can reduce it anyhow, anyway, it's a good thing. Yeah. Now, something else, and this is, I guess it's sort of like resveratrol's cousin. In a way, it's another Mm -hmm. really good antioxidant. Mm -hmm. It is actually, they get it from the pine bark extract. Yeah, it's a French maritime yep. pine, they call it. Mm-hmm. And it is, it contains proanthocyanidins. Right. It's actually the active ingredient. Mm-hmm. And in this article, it actually shows that it boosts the endothelial, the endothelial function. Right. And that is the lining of the vessels. Lining of the blood vessels, yes. right. It's called an endothelium. And right. this article was really good. I mean, to me, it, it looked at... It truly was. It looked at people... That actually were already borderline hypertensive, hyperlipidemic, hyperglycemic, which means they had high cholesterol, high blood sugar, and, and high, high blood, blood pressure. pressure right. <laughs> high kinda, everything. Yeah, kind of high everything. But they already did that. But what they did was they did not have the severe arteriosclerotic changes yet in the yet. main vessels. Right. So that's the ones they used in the subjects. And what they found was a pretty significant, using 150 milligrams a day of the pycnogenol. Which is not huge. And they also, they had a control group. Mm -hmm. They had the pycnogenol group and the control group. Both groups 
change their diet mm-hmm. and exercise. They, they reduced included, carbohydrates. They reduced carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. They reduced caffeinated drinks and mm-hmm. salt, mm-hmm. and they exercised. So both groups did that. Right. Only one group actually had the pycnogenol added to it. Mm-hmm. And of that group, there was actually significant changes in the endothelial lining. Yeah, and what was interesting is, <clears throat> like in, the, in an eight-week study, they showed that it improved that endothelial function by 55%. But then, you know, they kept going, and at 12 weeks, it was up to 66%. Right. That's significant. Really, really and they is. also showed a decrease in oxidative stress by 20%. Right. That and that was, was only shown in the pycnogenol group. So both groups changed their diet. Right. So it was definitely the difference was the pycnogenol. Now, we talk about antioxidants a lot. Yeah, we do. And actually, it is a great antioxidant. The resveratrol we talked about a little earlier is a great antioxidant. Mm-hmm. Antioxidants are so important for overall health. And they know that oxidative stress actually causes a lot of health problems. It really does. Uh, that, that's, you know, oxidative stress is huge. And like, really and like we talk about, prevention. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wait until you have heart disease. You don't want to wait until you're full-blown diabetic. You don't want to wait until you have all these things and about to fall apart to try to say, oh, let me try taking some of this and see if it helps. Prevention. Prevention is big. Prevention is big. So we always definitely stress prevention. Right. Now, and here's one of my favorites. Yes, because it is. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, the next, the next in the news is actually, most people like to hear this, Yeah, is eating dark chocolate can beat your midday slump. Now, it did specifically, in the article, talk about the high... Cacao. Yeah, which, mm-hmm. is, in, Cocoa, which yeah. is your dark chocolate. It is not your milk chocolate with high no. sugar. They're talking about 60% or greater. Right. Greater is actually better. What I find right. at least 72 is what we usually use. Yeah. Um, but they, did, they, they definitely showed that they actually say in a lot of studies, no doubt, it has actually lowered blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And we've known that it is, in, it is in our gla- vascular support BP product, mm-hmm. which is actually for blood pressure. And it works. Right. Mm-hmm. And But it also has a slight stimulant effect to the brain, which mm-hmm. actually helps with that midday slump. Mm-hmm. And it really so, did, yeah. Yeah, and they actually showed that what even worked better is it, it by itself worked. The chocolate by itself actually helped. But if they added theanine to it, which theanine is another amino acid that actually comes from green tea. They showed that the alertness and attentiveness was even greater. And we've used theanine by itself for a long time. And that's what theanine is kind of known for, is Mm -hmm. to change the brain waves and to actually make you more alert alert and focused. Right. So you talk about alertness and focused, and in the middle of the day, it's when a lot of people need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense, you know, just a little square of dark chocolate. And if you had that and some theanine, Boy, you'd be on top of it, wouldn't you? Yeah, and it's easy to do. I mean, the, the easy, there's even an extract in chocolate that's been shown to help memory. It's going to be in our new memory formula. I was going to say, we've got a, a memory formula coming out, and because there's been some tremendous research on that, some of the flavonoids uh, in, in chocolate, they're helping with memory. And, um, yeah, so it, it, it's something that's going to be very good for that, too. So, and, you know, I, I think it, because they say how it stimulates the brain, you know, that may be one that of the ways. That helps memory also. Memory also, right. It actually does help memory. Like I said, I think the attention, they even showed better with the theanine. But theanine, we use even for attention deficit. Yeah, we've used theanine for years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Theanine is so safe. It's one of those things they can't find a toxic dose in little rats. They try to find a toxic dose, and they can't, they can't give them enough to actually cause a problem. 
No. So theanine is very safe. We even use it in some small kids. That's right. Now, something else. Now, this is, you know, we've talked about probiotics before. I Actually, we've talked about probiotics a, a lot. lot. Okay. Uh, let's be honest. So we've talked about it quite a bit. And, you know, we've talked about all the various health benefits. We've talked about how it helps with the, uh, you know, irritable bowel and all this other stuff, you know, and how it helps with the other issues with uh, gastrointestinal problems. But here comes a study. And what happens was they said that uh, gut microbes are important for serotonin production. Right. Now, they know. I mean, 90% of your serotonin is made in the gut. We tell people that, and they look at us funny. I know, because they think it's a brain chemical. It, it, and it does, it can cross the brain barrier, and it does get into the brain, and you do need it. But 90% is made in the gut. And they're actually finding that these probiotics are so important in order to make the proper amount of serotonin. Yeah. And everybody thinks the serotonin is being for depression, but a lot of the new research is showing that when you increase and balance the peripheral serotonin, it actually helps diseases like irritable bowel syndrome, cardiovascular disease, and even osteoporosis. That's incredible. Yeah. So just good bacteria. We've, we've mentioned how important probiotics are. It's not just the good bacteria. It affects so many other chemicals. It's not the just serotonin. the digestion, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's not it, just digestion. It's overall health. Right. Sure is. And we know it's a big part of the immune system. Oh, we do. Okay, we're coming up on a break here. Be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're, we're talking about prediabetes and insulin resistance. And actually, it starts out as insulin resistance, then goes into prediabetes. But there's two very important things because, yeah. you know, most people don't realize, and, and here's the problem with it, you can be insulin resistant for years right. and not know it. And most of the new research is actually showing that you want to pay attention to it when you're insulin resistant and prediabetic. Don't wait until you're full-blown diabetic. Uh, that that's now, the issue that and we everything that we talk about today for insulin resistance also applies to diabetes type mm-hmm. two because those people with diabetes type two is also it's a real advanced form of what we're talking about actually uh type two diabetes is a, an a advanced sub, form yeah. of insulin, insulin resistance, resistance. so right. anything that we talk about that's beneficial for insulin resistance is also beneficial for type two diabetes mm-hmm. Now, you know, your people talk about insulin. Insulin's a hormone. Right. And, and its job is multifaceted, really. Yes, it is. Uh, it, you know, one, it helps to take the, the glucose or sugar out of the blood and get it into the cells, you know, uh, so that where you can, it can use, use it for, it for fuel. Energy. Yeah. Right. Now, I mean, the whole, the whole purpose, uh, you know, I mean, is to use it as energy. Right. I mean, that, now, it also helps uh, to actually store that because if we get too much uh, sugar or glucose around at one time, uh, the body can actually store that for quick energy later. It's called glycogen, and it actually stores in the liver, and the liver keeps a lot of it at hand because if we need energy fast and don't have it, we haven't eaten anything, it can unpack or unravel that glycogen, and you got instant glucose. And it does the same thing in your muscles too, but it also stores fat. Right. And mm. one of the problems with the today's diet, which mm-hmm. we talk about, Diet and sugar a lot. Ad infinitum, I think, is the is term, right? People are actually overdoing the carbohydrates and the sugar and the starches. Mm-hmm. And in response to that, your body is producing huge amounts of insulin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need Has insulin. To. You have to have insulin. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people don't understand the, the, the difference in a type 1 diabetic and a type 2 diabetic. Mm-hmm. Type 1 diabetic is a pancreatic failure. Basically, yes. Um, a lot of times it's due to an autoimmune problem. Mm-hmm. It can be due to a virus. It can, you know, different things can a cause lot of it. Things, right. But it's pancreatic failure. Those people, when you have no insulin, you cannot store fat. So they get skinny as a rail. So it's right. a little bit different when they first are diagnosed. They're real thin. Mm-hmm. A type 2 diabetic is a severe insulin resistance, which is mm-hmm. what we're talking about. It's when it gets to the extreme phase. Mm-hmm. And most people, you cannot say all, are overweight. Because their body produces huge right. amounts of insulin, and therefore the cells get resistant to the insulin because there's so much of it. Right. It's sort of like, you know, we talk about uh, your, your bacteria and so on being, you know, antibiotic resistant. Well, your cells become insulin resistant. Yeah, and it doesn't allow the insulin to carry the things into the cells properly. It won't allow it to do its job. Right. It doesn't, you know, and so, therefore, you start having other problems. Mm-hmm. And we see so much of this nowadays um, because of the diet. Oh, yeah. Um, huge and, in America. Yeah, it is huge. I mean, at least in the area that we're in. And even across the country, because we're doing lab work across the country to all our listeners out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everywhere. It is probably more prevalent in the South. 
Um, but it's everywhere. You know, but you know, when you look at st- the statistical difference between the South, and granted, we happen to be the fattest and happiest, I guess, and whatever. But when you start looking at the difference between, say, like us, which is the fattest and happiest and so on, here versus, say, Colorado, it's a very small percentage change. Yes, it is. Because it's, it's, extremely it's, it's small. still big everywhere. There's just mm. areas that are worse. Right. And But you're seeing it everywhere now. Right. Now, like I said, the insulin resistant, your body cannot use the insulin effectively anymore. And we see people all the time that their insulin levels are sky high, but yet yeah. their blood sugar is also rising. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think, oh, if you have a whole bunch of insulin, you should have low blood sugar. Well, not necessarily. Not because when your cells become insulin resistant. Right. And I always tell people, think of it like this. Insulin is almost like, now people in different parts of the country call it different things, like a little rock a or mm-hmm. a burr that's in your yard with little pricks everywhere. Cuckle burrs. Cuckle burrs. They call it different things all over the place. Mm-hmm. If you look under a microscope, the insulin molecule is prickly. Mm-hmm. So when you have this huge amounts of insulin in your bloodstream, not only do you get resistant to it carrying things into cells, but you also, the little prickly ends of the insulin start damaging the endothelial lining. Mm-hmm. We just talked about endothelial lining. We just lining talked about that, right. And things, you know, that can actually help with that. Um, like the pycnogenol. I mean, mm-hmm. we just talked about that. But right. you start pricking it up and then you start laying down plaque. So right. that's where you get into, you know. The carotid develops cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease. And so it, there's not just one thing. When you, when you start talking about metabolic, metabolic syndrome, it's not just about blood sugar. No, it's not. It, it's all these other problems that go along with it, like cardiovascular disease and so on and so forth. You know, what's amazing, a little statistic. Now, the latest statistic that we could come up with goes back to 2012. These statistics are hard to find because it, it takes a long time to accumulate right. all this data. But in 19, 2012, 86 million Americans... 20 years and older, had prediabetes. Ooh. I think it's a lot higher than that today. And they're saying 20 and older. All right, now we're having to go down into the teens. We're going lower. We're seeing it younger and younger. Younger now, and younger. You know, okay, what causes insulin resistance? That's what you got to say. Okay, right. what are the underlying causes? Now, one is, no question, we just mentioned it, diet. Mm-hmm. And excess weight. Inactivity. But as we mentioned before, you don't have to be overweight to have it. We're seeing more and more more and more, where people that aren't severely overweight are actually insulin resistant. They've actually got a term for them. Yep. TOFI. TOFI. T-O-F-I. Thin on the outside, fat on the inside. Right. And mm. you start laying down the fat inside instead of externally. Right, like around the liver. Now, we talked about fat. I do liver. say if you see those thin people, if you see somebody thin, but they've gained, their, their, all their weight is right in the waist, that is a sign of insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. I can is. almost tell when someone walks in and I look at them. If they're insulin resistant, just from the way they're shaped. Yeah. And they definitely show that you lay it down in the middle. And they know that excess weight in the middle is the worst in the heart. And there's other things that it actually does that, it, you know, definitely people also tend to have problems with high blood pressure, mm-hmm. you know, cardiovascular disease and imbalance of cholesterol. Not necessarily high all the time, but usually the HDLs are very low. Uh, for some reason, yeah, they, they, and it happens because of the cholesterol, because of the, um, the way we handle sugars and stuff and package up sugars. And that LDL will go up and the HDLs will go down. Go yeah. And one thing that you always see first, the first sign of insulin resistance before your sugar ever goes up is those triglycerides. Mm-hmm. I mean, those triglycerides are a, when I see people with high triglycerides, I said, I don't care what the rest of it says, you're starting to be insulin resistant. 
And because you don't get high triglycerides until you start getting resistant to the insulin. Because insulin carries, of course, sugar into the cells, but it also carries triglycerides in the cells. Right. And the first thing it tends to be resistant to carrying in is the triglycerides. Mm -hmm. So your triglycerides start raising. And that's the first thing you see. So if you start having high triglycerides, I don't care if your doctor says, oh, well, you're not diabetic or nothing like this. It's coming. You're not handling sugar properly or your triglycerides wouldn't be elevated. Now, what they're saying is you haven't got it yet. Right. You know, and, and you don't want to wait till it happens. You want if, if there's a way to prevent anything, you know, prevent No, it. just like all the research is showing, you know, actually, if you get it in this stage, in the insulin resistant, in the pre-diabetic mm-hmm. stage, you don't necessarily have to have all the damage. That's true. You do it now. You don't wait until you actually are full-blown and you have all this damage and you're affecting your eyesight and you're affecting your limbs and you're affecting everything else. Mm-hmm. You get that peripheral neuropathy and so on. Yes, which we do have a lot of people complain oh, of. Yeah. because That's the nerve pain. You know, I have people all the time. Words. I had a guy not too long ago come in and he, you know, he had you know, neuropathy. And I said, mm-hmm. well, are you di- first question, are you diabetic? Nope. You know, plain oh, out, yeah. no. no. I said, okay, have you been checked? Yep, yep, they checked me. So, okay. Well, you know, we got to talking and I said, well, we're going to do some lab work because B12 deficiencies can make neuropathies. There's other things that can make neuropathies too. Mm-hmm. Well, we did all his lab work. Was he come back? He's diabetic. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Oh, oh yeah. Hmm. And I said, you are diabetic whether you thought you were or not. And that's, you know, that's one of the main things that's damaging the nerves is mm-hmm. actually that blood sugar. Well, we see that. I mean, I've, I've got several uh, patients that I've dealt with recently and they aren't diabetic. You know, they really aren't, but they're insulin resistant and they've got, they can start the neuropathies. Mm -hmm. They've actually got the neuro and and that's bugging them because that pain is bad. It hurts. Yeah, it really does. It's a nerve pain in in the foot and legs and it really bothers folks uh, a lot. And, but I've got several and quite a few of them that I've had recently and they're not quote unquote diabetic yet. They're on their way. Uh, but they are definitely insulin resistant and way before the diabetes shows up, so to speak, there's that not peripheral. Those neuropathies are things that get people's attention because well, it hurts. neuropathies hurt. And we, we actually have a new compound. Just got to tell people about it because it's something we, it's not a new compound. No, it's not new. But We've been using it for years for like multiple sclerosis, things mm-hmm. like that, because there's a lot of research on those conditions. A lot of research on it. And mm-hmm. it's called innocent and it's a very underused compound you don't you don't see it very often there's very few companies that have it um but we've always used it for certain things because of the research Mm -hmm. well we started using it we used it in someone that had an ms like problem where they come back and told us how well their back pain was Mm -hmm. then we've used it in other things when people come back and tell us that their neuropathies are gone matter of fact we had a guy in today Today, he actually it was from florida he drove over here because he'd been out of it for four days and couldn't find it anywhere Mm-hmm. He said, I can't find this stuff in Florida or Alabama. So I'm like, well, all you got to do is call because we do mail order. He yeah. was like, well, I had to have it today. The pain was getting worse and the pain was about gone. Mm-hmm. And he had even said he had been on drugs like Lyrica, didn't phase it. Yeah, he said Lyrica, which is commonly used for the neuropathies, said it didn't phase didn't it. Didn't phase all. it. And yeah. so this Innocent, which is it's not real expensive. No, um, it's not. You can look on our website. It's $18 a bottle. Um, but it definitely, we've seen a, a really good benefit from neuropathy so if you do have Certainly the neuropathies have. even back problems and nerve pain we've seen a good benefit with yeah, it we've seen some good with almost all those things you know but that's uh that's the kind of thing that that develops early on sometimes in this uh pre-diabetes right state, the pre-diabetes you, know? you can start with the neuropathies and everything else now mm-hmm. like i said you inactivity is another big thing on 
Oh yeah. People that people that exercise now, I see a lot of exercise freaks, but they eat a lot of carbs and they still have it. So they eat you, too many carbs. You yeah. can still exercise and still have the prediabetes and the insulin resistance. Sure can. Okay, we're coming up on another break. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll finish talking or talk to more about uh, insulin resistance. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking tonight about insulin resistance and something else it's called. Metabolic, metabolic syndrome. syndrome. And a long time ago, we even called it Syndrome X. Yes. We didn't know what to call it, so they said Syndrome X. They just X. called it Syndrome mm, X, yeah. yeah. Good name for it. Good name for it, I guess, yeah. But yeah, that metabolic syndrome, and you hear that used, and you'll hear prediabetes, metabolic syndrome, or insulin resistance used all kind of interchanged. I mean, it's all about the same thing that they're talking right. about. And the things yeah. that you see with all of them is the large waist size, high triglycerides, Abnormal cholesterol, especially 
you know, higher LDLs and low HDLs. Sometimes you don't have the high LDLs, but you almost always have the low HDLs. Mm-hmm. High blood pressure, normal, higher than normal glucose levels. And you know something I've seen lately on labs that people bring us in from outside? Used to, normally, we think of anything, our, our lab, that LabCorp says, you know, anything 99 or greater is, is actually out of range. A lot of these labs have moved their upper range to, to normal to yeah, 110. Yeah, I've even seen 120. Oh, my God. So by the time you but get there, is, you're right. in trouble. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, those are all the things that kind of go along with the uh, uh, metabolic syndrome. And the, the things that are actually caused, if you have the metabolic syndrome, other problems that can actually affect is weight gain, for one. Everybody wants to lose weight. I say you got to control the blood sugar. That's mm-hmm. always number one. That's the hardest thing to do, too. You know, cardiovascular disease. And we've talked quite a few times on here about PCOS. The PCOS, which is the polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is in, you know, of course, women. Um, we see a lot of young girls, and they start having where they're missing cycles. They're having problems with the ovaries. They get facial hair. That's all signs of PCOS, and that right. is actually a sign of insulin resistance. That's a pretty bad insulin resistance. And the best females. way to control mm-hmm. it is to use things for insulin resistance and change the diet. Yeah, that's a big thing, and that's uh, one of the biggies is, is, of course, changing the diet. Right. And that's a, that's a tough, tough, tough sell. Yeah. Okay, do we have a caller? Gary, is that right? Hello. Hi, Hello. Gary. How are you tonight? I'm doing just fine. I uh, really enjoy the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so had, much. Uh, we appreciate that. Super high uh, triglycerides, and I wound up, I, I had a heart attack. Oh. And uh, my problem started after the heart attack, and I had trouble with all the statins that I was taking and the blood thinners. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe if you could speak a little bit about uh, some alternatives to, to these statins, because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people like me that just can't handle, handle these med- medications. Well, that, that's true, Gary. There's a lot of folks that, uh, that don't get along very well with the statins. And, you know, like I said, if your triglycerides are real high, too. Is that correct? Yeah, well, they were over 400. Oh, okay. ooh, yeah, 400. Okay, that's, uh, that's pretty high. And, you know, of course, obviously the first thing to do there is diet um, to help that. And, of course, the omega-3 fish oil is tremendously important right. in that one. And then we do use a compound called Coleast. Which and is a red yeast rice. If I actually get, I can tell your voice, I think this is one of our customers, right? I am. Is this? Yes, okay. Oh, okay. And, Gary Abair, right. Yeah, okay. you actually, what are your triglycerides now? Do you know? 75. Right. 75. Because he has been one of the ones that's been tremendous at listening to recommendations. And actually, mm-hmm. with the Coleast dietary changes and omega-3s, your lipids are perfectly normal now. Right. Right, and you're doing they great, are. right? Yeah, I was just saying, well, it makes it, it does make a big difference what you do, but you can change it without. And we even have a new, there's a new study that came out that we talked about a few weeks ago on statins that came out of Japan that mm-hmm. never hit the news wires that talked about some of the dangers in what, all the nutrients that it depletes and causes other health problems. And so I I do tell a lot of people, if you go and, you know, research that, you can find a lot of information and there are a lot of alternatives. Yeah. The, the red yeast rice is an extremely good, uh, very valuable, so to speak for, uh, you know, for actually getting the, uh, cholesterol down and, and Gary, now you, you had a heart attack and I, I, there's probably a lot of people out there listening, um, that have had, you know, a cardiovascular event or a heart attack or something. 
Now, most of them are taking, uh, usually, multiple drugs, prescription medications. Let me ask you a question. How many prescription medications are you taking? Right now, I'm taking zero. Uh, I'm off of all my prescription medications. I, uh, I was taking actually seven prescription medications. Seven? And Yeah, I was, I was uh, taking seven prescription medications, and I was having trouble with them. And the thing is that most of the side effects were almost the same, so it was a guessing game between the doctors of which medicine was causing my problems. And, it, and you know, it was just getting worse and worse until I met up with you guys and we got a plan together. And uh, I'm uh, happy to say that I'm off all medications now after diet and exercise and uh, supplementation. And uh, that plan worked. And it's, it's easy to follow. And um, I have my quality of life back. And, you know, I have you guys to thank for it. Well, thank you. Thank you. No, we we appreciate that. You're one of the the great customers that actually take our recommendations. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) A lot of people say they can't do the diet. Well, I can't change my diet. I think people can. It's just they got to. You know, had to have. You had a big reason to do it. You know, you you had a motivation. I I didn't want to be in the emergency room wondering if I'm going to live or not. So uh, that's 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 my motivation to get well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, something that, you know, a lot of people, like Janine said, a lot of people complain about, you know, having to change their diet. Well, gee, I won't eat the donuts and stuff. You know, you have changed your diet pretty significantly. Do you have, do you find it to be that difficult to follow the diet that we use? Absolutely not, because there's a, a ton of food you can eat. Uh, you know, you, you're not deprived. Uh, right. You, know, you just have to watch what to eat. I don't eat any processed foods. I, I cook everything I eat. I Try to eat natural and mm-hmm. don't do sugars. And but you know any sugar that I get is from uh, fruits, which I eat very little. But uh, you know mm-hmm. no, no carbohydrates. And uh, I've actually lost almost thirty pounds. Really, not even trying, just eliminating that out of my out of my diet. Right, just simply changing the diet for a good thing, and and it actually helped you lose the weight that you know. And that was obviously weight that your body didn't really need at that point in time. That's right. And uh, yeah. right. Yeah, like I said, it, it definitely it's not that hard to do. And and like I said, you're 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 one of the good examples of what it can do when you do make different decisions and try alternatives. Yeah, it certainly is. And it, it's just amazing, I think, Gary. You know, when you, you talk to, and I'm sure that a lot of folks that are listening to this will be thinking, "Gee, I had a heart attack, and I'm like you. I'm on seven different medications, and yeah. here you are, um, somebody that is on absolutely no medication, and your cholesterol is normal." Everything's fine. Your triglycerides went from over 400 down to 75, right? Right. And, uh, Phenomenal. You know, the, the cardiologist that I go to is absolutely amazed because uh, I told him, you know, I just, I just can't take these, these uh, statins. You know, they were, they were ruining my health. I mean, I, I could barely get out of bed. It would be just destroying my, my health. And, uh, you know, they were just amazed that I'm not taking any uh, prescription medications, and, and my blood levels are perfect. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, well, fantastic. thanks for calling in. We really we, appreciate, we appreciate the call, it. Gary. And, uh, you yep. know, we want to continue taking care of you, my friend. Yep. Well, thanks a lot, and y- y'all do such great work, and uh, it's a pleasure talking to y'all. Thank oh, you. Well, you too. thank you, Gary. We'll thank see you. you. All right. Okay, now there's a, a prime example of what you can do. What you can do. And right. actually, if you, if you do the right things, and, and it's not that hard to do. We say all the time, and we do it ourselves. We're, mm-hmm. We don't tell anybody to change their diet in a way that we don't already do ourselves. And 
Um, That's true. Actually, Dr. Jim was kind of one of those that with his triglycerides when he was in his 30s was in his the 700s um, when he was young. It was <laughs> yeah, not they good. Were. And now I think yours was in the 60s, one of the um, last times we checked it. I mean, they run between in the 50s to 80s. To 80s. 90s. I mean, it depends on mm. you can t- when you start getting a little closer to 100, you're like, oh, I got to be even stricter. So yeah. he don't wait now until they even get over 100. But he's one of those that has a really bad family history. And he had, he knew he had to do it. Very bad family. And history. so he had to do it and he had to change his diet. And we've done it now for a while and you don't, it's not hard, it's not hard to do. Well, I think just like Gary said, you know, you don't really feel deprived. You know, right. uh, Janine has, I mean, I'll have to say this, you know, on the air, she's a phenomenal cook. Um, she really is. And some of the little treats that she'll make up for us that, I mean, they're really not sweet treats or anything like that, but they're treats yeah. that are just so good and tasty. Um, and, you know, as far as feeling deprived, gosh, we we No, I think we eat a lot. Deprived. You know, and, yeah. and even um, Dr. Jim was one of those when, 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 when I met him because he had had the high triglycerides for years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was starting to have those higher liver enzymes, which we uh-huh. were fixing to talk about is one mm-hmm. of the other problems with having insulin resistance. There's no doubt he was severely insulin resistant at no that doubt. time. Um, but the non-alcoholic fatty liver is one of the fastest growing problems in the country. Mm-hmm. It, it, you don't have to drink. Everybody thinks if you have liver disease, it's because you drink alcohol. It's not nope. truth. It's mm-hmm. actually the sugar. And actually, yeah. you know, the sugar and the carbohydrates that you eat that turn to sugar, and you start laying fat down in the liver. And when you start laying fat down in the liver, I always say it's like, you know, trying to pour, you know, if you, what, what happens if you take a coffee filter and you try to pour bacon grease in it? It ain't going to filter very uh, well. It doesn't filter very well, does Well, it? the liver filters your blood. And if your blood is full of free fat, that's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. And that's the first place that the liver is going to store those triglycerides. And for years, and what people thought is, is high triglycerides are from high fat. That is not true. No. Um, it's more from high carbohydrates and high sugar. Mm-hmm. So it's about changing the metabolic syndrome and the insulin resistance. You got to change, you know, diet is one of the biggest things to do. And there's also some, you know, there's su- supplements that we're going to talk about here soon too that mm-hmm. actually help and that he has taken for years. Oh, yeah. And so there's, there's definitely things you can take. Now, one of the things, how do you know if you are pre-diabetic? How do you know if you're insulin well, resistant? Well, it's pretty simple actually. Just do some blood work. Blood work. Mm-hmm. And actually all of, almost every panel that we have just about not everyone i can say there's one that does not has a1c which is your three-month blood sugar average um so it actually looks at the glue it looks at the cells to see how much damage has been done by sugar and how much sugar you had to have had over the last three months to get that damage that's right okay we're coming up on another break and uh we'll be back just in a few minutes and we're going to be talking about this metabolic syndrome again Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and 
and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about the metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, syndrome X, yep, and we were just pre-diabetes. Talk, yep, yeah. And we were talking about lab work and maybe yeah. things that can tell. The best way, I think, to tell the mm-hmm. insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, all that, mm-hmm. is we have a panel called the weight loss panel. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be overweight to do it. I mean, actually, it. Nope, I mean, we had a, a little thin woman recently that actually was having weight loss, and so we did the weight loss panel to see, and she was actually type one diabetic when we got it back. Right. That's uh, so. Yeah. Then, yeah. And so, but, but what it checks is it actually it does a lot of different things, but it does do your A one C, it does your fasting blood sugar, mm-hmm. it does your insulin mm-hmm. because high insulin levels are a sign of insulin resistance as well. That's true. It does your cortisol, which cortisol, which is the stress hormone, can actually increase the likelihood of insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. It does your lipids. It does your cholesterol, your HDLs, your LDLs, your triglycerides, your VLDLs. So it has everything in one panel. And that panel is like $160, and it checks it all. Plus other things. It checks liver function, kidney function, electrolytes, blood sugar, thyroid. You know, it does it all. So look on our website, and it's called the weight loss panel. But that is a very good, if you want to be assessed to see if you have a problem, another test that it does is vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiency has also been linked to glucose, you know, improper glucose metabolism when it's deficient. Right. So it also checks your vitamin D and your B12 on that panel as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what can you do if you're actually insulin resistant? Now, we've always talked about changing diet. I was going to say, we always start out with diet, you know, and and that's, uh, that's the first thing you have to do because, you know, we always like to stress that there's nothing, not a pill of any kind anywhere that's actually going to make up the difference between a bad diet. Right. Not going to happen. So always diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. Do physical activity. Right. And then we have a few really good supplements. There's one that has some huge research on it. 
it's actually our product is called Berberine Max. Well, we t- Berberine is, is a, a compound that comes from a lot of roots of various kinds. Ber- uh, you know, one is the Oregon grape root and and things like that. To, you know, so it's a, in a lot of different uh, herbs, if you will, or a lot of different compounds. <clears throat> but Berberine has been shown. It's got some tremendous research on how berberine helps with blood glucose. It does. There's the actually there yeah. was a study that they did where they compared it to two of the leading um, medications for diabetes, which was metformin and Avandia. Mm-hmm. And in this trial, they actually looked at how it worked. And actually, in a two month trial of people with type two diabetes, again, we're talking about type two, not type one, because mm-hmm. in type one you do need insulin. Um, that actually berberine was comparable to the Avandia did just as well after mm-hmm. two months. It also did just about as well as metformin. Metformin's group started a little higher. Metformin's group started with an A1C of 9.4 and reduced down to a 7.2. The berberine and Avandia group started at 8.3 and went down to a 6.8. And that was without changing diet. That was just adding, That's, the, yeah, that that was just, say, just that, adding the medication or the supplement. Right. There has been other studies that show that actually adding the berberine max to the metformin increases the effectiveness of the metformin. Mm-hmm. So it is something that we've seen an unbelievable benefit with. Um, it really has. you know. And we took it, we call ours berberine max because we souped it up a little bit. We did. We uh, actually put some grapeseed extract, which mm-hmm. is a good antioxidant. We put arlipoic acid, which we is sure actually did. good for neuropathies There's and good for other right. diabetic control. Mm-hmm. And... We use the 5-MTHF type of uh, methylfolate. Right, there. just because that's always good for overall health mm-hmm. and methylation and lowering homocysteine. That's right. So is. it's actually a really good product, and it's called Berberine Max. And another thing in these studies that showed, I mean, yes, it was comparable at lowering glucose, but it was better at lowering triglycerides. That they was showed that, that it was yeah. at much greater um, extent than the other medications. Now, something that we use a lot, uh, with folks with high triglycerides, myself included, I, I take the berberine max, uh, and I also take the omega three fish oil. Right, and we've shown that omega three fish oils definitely help help with lowering the triglycerides and helping insulin resistance as right. well. They does really, and does. you know, so and one thing that goes along real quick with insulin resistance is leptin resistance, mm-hmm. and people hear of leptin with weight gain, mm-hmm. and it's all it kind of is all linked together. And omega-3s are also used for leptin resistance. Right. One of the things that happens with uh, leptin, leptin's a, a, a signal from a fat cell, you know, to the brain, basically, that tells the brain, hey, I'm doing okay here. Uh, the, the insulin, when you got high doses of high amounts of insulin in your bloodstream from being insulin resistant, insulin blocks leptin and won't let it get to the pituitary where it tells the brain what's going on. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it shunts it. If yeah, you know. and it messes up the metabolism. Mm-hmm. And so all that plays a role in overall health. And like I said, if you're pre-diabetic, don't wait until you're diabetic to do something. Start taking the Berberine Max. Start changing your diet. Start exercising. You don't have to wait until you have a severe problem to do something about it. Right. You know, something else that we use, we put this, and we put this formula together actually quite a while back. We call it GSF or glucose support formula. And, and it's got a lot of those things in it that if you've looked at, you know, blood sugar control, you know, everybody talks about chromium. Yep. Yeah, and it's got the chrome. It's got something called gymnema sylvestri, uh, which gymnema is a, an herb that has a, an acid in it called gymnemic acid. 
and it actually helps uh, mimic the insulin, so it, it helps with the insulin resistance. It's got alpha-lipoic. It's got your cinnamon extract. Yeah, cinnamon. Yeah. It's got vanadyl sulfate. Mm-hmm. It's got, you know, sulfate. so it actually has a lot of different, it's a combination of things for, and it's Multiple called glucose things. support formula. Mm-hmm. We have many people we put on both. I have had diabetics come into me, and this is no lie. Um, that come in, A1C 12 to 13, which is extreme, shows the average blood sugar about 400. Mm-hmm. They're already on three to four medications, mm-hmm. and their blood sugar is still that high. I have taken someone like that, putting them on, and those kind of, when it's that high, I'll put them on GSF and Berberine Max both, right. and change the diet. Mm-hmm. Within three months, we can have their blood sugar normal. We've done it time and again. We've done it time and time again. Mm -hmm. And I mean, now the dietary change is essential. If they just take the supplements, it may lower it some. They got to change the diet. Yeah, they got to do that. But I mean, that's like you say, that's, we always say that that's central to the, to the whole thing, you know, is, is changing the diet. Right. And then you start adding something like Berberine Max or GSF and, and, and Omega-3 fish oil. And you can truly, truly change uh, their metabolic function. And it does matter about the pharmaceutical grade of the products. Mm-hmm. Um, fish oil, especially, there's a lot of different grades and a lot of different amounts of EPA and DHA. You have to get to a therapeutic amount or it's not going to make a big difference. And the same thing with the uh, berberines, mm-hmm. too. You know, berberine, uh, and I'll be honest with you, when we started sourcing the berberines for our berberine max, <laughs> we got an education in berberine <laughs> more than we wanted, really. <clears throat> but when you start looking at berberines, and finding where they come from. Because a lot of it comes from various plants. A bunch of it comes from China and so on and so forth. And when you start essaying it, yes, they look at it and say, oh, this is berberine. But when you take it out and do the high-pressure chromophotography and so on on it to actually see it, you find out that, huh, it's not active. It has to have the active ingredients. Mm-hmm. So just because you get the thing that says the same thing does not always mean it's the same. That's true. Um, it, you know, fish, fish oils are big one, but mm-hmm. all your herbs are big also. And berberine is an herbal. And, it really is. you know, the herbals, I've seen a lot of herbals that were tested that had none of what it really said it was in there. Mm-hmm. So you do want a quality pharmaceutical grade product, which that's our, our products are all pharmaceutical grade. That's, and that's you kind can, of been and, our uh, And you can, you can get them over the internet, we, you know, doctorsnutrition.com, or you can call us. We'll answer any questions for you. If you yeah. call, leave a name, we'll call you back. Um, or you can just get online and order. It's the Berberine Max and the GSF. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Omega-3 is the high-potency EPA and DHA, the one that we were talking about. Yeah, and I think if you compare that one, you have to compare with what you may be taking now. Compare the EPA and the DHA. That's the most important part. Okay, we're coming up on the end of this show. And uh, for next week, we're going to be talking about what? Um, intestinal health. Intestinal health and things like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's mm. disease, celiac disease. Well, there's all, all that, kinds of things. There's yeah. lots of intestinal problems that we're going to talk about. That ought to be a really good show, Janine. Yes, it will. All right. So we'd enjoy uh, having everybody to come back and uh, listen to that one, too. And if you got a question, call us. See you then. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.